Hi, my beautiful people. This is Spill With Me, Jenny D. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I'm giving you a real big hug right now. I don't know if you can feel it, but I'm giving you this big hug because I feel like everybody needs a hug or a, hey, you're doing great or you look nice or just compliment each other. I mean, see, I felt like I needed to start this because I've been running into so many people that just want to talk about their life experiences, the relationships or like any story they needed to share. This could be something magical or something they wanted to share, but they're afraid of what others would think, me included. Or if you're hurting inside or have a funny story about life lessons you'd like to talk about, I would love for you to reach out. This could be the worst or your best time. Listen, I have some good topics. We're going to have a lot of fun because I believe the best medicine is to talk about it because someone else is dealing with the same shit. Hello, my beautiful people. It's another episode of Spill With Me, Jenny D. And I have the honor of having Doug Strutt. He is a volunteer and he's the founder of the Sherman's Disease Fund. Uh, some of you might not know what it means, but that's why we're here today. We're going to talk about it. Yes. yes, we are. So, Doug, introduce yourself and tell us what you've been doing. Okay. My name is Doug Strott. I am originally from Baldwin, went to Baldwin High School, graduate of in 83. I was in the financial services business for about 25 years. Okay. Uh, I was diagnosed with Sherman's disease or Sherman's kyphosis, as it's sometimes called, when I was 17. You were 17. I was okay. 17 when I was Yeah. Diagnosed. Tell us about how... How did you know? Uh, believe it or not, my, our track coach. I used to throw the javelin. I did too. <laughs> well, middle school. <laughs> yeah. I used to throw the javelin in high school, and I couldn't do one of the exercises that required you to bend your back backwards, the back extension. So my coach said, uh, there's something wrong. You're not coming back until you get a co- uh, doctor's excuse. But nobody else noticed this? No. Even your parents, they never noticed? Never noticed it. Yet, I, I, it's funny. We went back to look at some of the photos because the disease presents itself in adolescence, and it's usually during a growth spurt. And from 6th to 8th grade, I grew about 10 inches. Okay. So what happens is, during that time, I had pain in my lower back when I played football. So, And it kept getting worse and worse and worse, so I just started to play basketball where it wasn't as bad. But then when I was 17, the coach told me, you go to the doctor. The doctor sent me to an orthopedic surgeon. The surgeon put me in a cast for about a year and a half, went from the bottom of my butt to the top of my shoulders. Oh, it was you're a plastic kidding. Cast. I was so in, you had to sit up straight the whole time. I was in it every waking hour for, oh my gosh. for about a year and a half. And what did that doctor say to you? Um, he, he explained the disease, but at 80, in 1981, there really wasn't much known about it. But, the right. dis- but now, we know a little bit more about it. Um, it is, there is a genetic component to it. And it is a form of kyphosis, and it's, it differs. What in, is kyphosis? Kyphosis. You have sco- there are spinal deformities. There's scoliosis, which is a bend in the back like an S-curve. Okay. And then you have kyphosis, which is like a C-curve, so it's front to back. If you ever see somebody that's hunched over? Yeah, now I feel like it. Yeah, that, that's kyphosis. Okay. Now, this is a form of kyphosis, Sherman's kyphosis. When, when I talk about kyphosis and scoliosis, they're structural. There are, no, there are actually no real changes. Changes to the body. So you like can see them, changes. or no, you can't see them. You can see them, but what happens with Sherman's disease is it's different. Yeah, is this? There are three physiological changes that happen to the body while when, while the bones are still growing. The first thing is there's a ligament, anterior longitudinal spinal ligament, and that thickens in the body. 
And then what you find is the vertebral plates, which are the tops and bottom of vertebrae in your spine, they become porous. We don't know why. There's an interruption of blood flow for some reason. They become porous, and what happens is they start to absorb the disc material. So you lose the, the spacing in between your vertebrae of, of the discs, and the discs as, act as a shock absorber. So you lose that disc space. And the final third thing is your vertebrae change from a normal brick shape, you know, the, the brick that all vertebrae look like when you get that yeah. x-ray. They change from that brick shape to a wedge shape. Now, those three things happen, and what do those things, things happen? Can you say a web? Wedge. Wedge. Right. What are you saying? Like, it's, um, I'm trying to picture that. Picture, um, picture a piece of pie. Okay. Okay. That's more of like, like what happens. It becomes narrow at one end and thicker at the other end. Oh, and that's on your spine. That's, that's the vertebrae in your spine. Now, where is it placed on your spine? Like, is it upper, it's middle? Usually, there are three areas of the spine. There's okay. the cervical spine. There's, really, there's a cervical, which is your neck. Yes. There's the thoracic in the middle, the lumbar, and then the sacral is the lowest part. Okay. This usually happens in thoracic. There is there is another variant called lumbar, which is in lumb, the small small of your back. Yeah. But it's usually most most uh, forms of Sherman's disease, Sherman's kyphosis, is in the middle of your back in, in your thoracic area, and that's where mine was. It's in the lower thoracic. So so you didn't feel pain only in football though, but you just thought I, maybe getting hit. I, yeah, it, it bothered me, but you know, <laughs> in those days, you know, unless you unless you were almost bleeding to death or you saw the bone poking through the. Yeah. You know, we just never went. play in the dirt. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, so rub some dirt on it. You'll be yeah, fine. Right. We used to play outside all the time. <laughs> exactly. So, but uh, back then, too, well, my doctor explained it th that way. And what it does is the disease throws your head and your hips out over your body. And if you think about it this way, it forces your body forward. And what the, your, your spine no longer acts as that shock absorber, as what it, like it's supposed to. Right. So it, when it throws your head and your hips out over your body, your cervical spine, which is your, your neck, and your lumbar, which is your lower back, they, they start... Uh, they're really supporting a lot more weight than they're used to. They get strained. So you'll find over time, if, you, if you're diagnosed prior to usually puberty, when your bones are still growing, you can do some exercises and some bracing, and sometimes you can reverse this trend. Okay. If it's not too, if the was curvature it too is, late for you? It was too late because okay. I was 17. My bones had already stopped growing. Oh, really? Okay, because some people still are growing into college years, mm. you know. It depends on the growth plates. 20th, okay. Um, but usually, once the bones, as the bones stop growing, once the bones stop growing, you cannot reverse that. Oh. See, with scoliosis and kyphosis, you can many times change those if they're not too drastic. Right. You can change that those those curvatures it, yeah. by using bracing and exercises. Uh, there's a therapy called Schroth therapy that they found to be very effective. So, but the difference between those scoliosis kyphosis and Sherman's kyphosis is that the physiological change. So, what you need to do is we really push for, with this our charity. We push for early diagnosis. Okay, but if you are not diagnosed, and if the curvature is too accentuated, yeah. there's nothing that can be done in, if you're diagnosed after your bones stop growing and after puberty. The only thing that can be done to 
correct that as surgery. So tell us more about, okay, so you had a cast on this. this yeah. What was this cast going to do? It was supposed to straighten my back as much as it could. My, I was full, fully forward. Uh, my, my neck was, was forward. Uh, in fact, my, my friends would, would say that, you know, my, my neck looked weird because it was, it was, my spine was pushing my, my head forward. Oh my and gosh. every inch your, your neck, your head is forward over your neck. It's like your neck carrying an extra 10 well, how pounds. How the heck did you play basketball? Because you're always looking up. Yeah. yeah well, it's, it I'm was, thinking to myself, wait a minute. Yeah. It's, it was, uh, it was as time went on and now I was in this brace and after the brace, the doctor said, they, cut, they took it off and they said, it's called a Milwaukee brace. And they said, okay, it did its, it, it did its job. You're as good as you're going to get. Mm-hmm. But every year after that, I was able to do less and less. So I remember I could stop being able to play basketball in 93. I remember that because I played three-on-three tournament. We won the tournament, and I said, I can't do this anymore. Oh, my gosh. Um, you were in such pain. Pain was terrible. So Did they didn't give you anything for the pain? I didn't. You know, I didn't go to the doctor. I didn't. I didn't think anything of it. Oh, okay. This is before you had the cast and everything. This is after that. Okay. After that, because the doctor said there's not much we can do because there there wasn't anything. There's not anything. There wasn't any. Um, that was research. Like a study that right, said, right, okay, right. if you get this, this is what we do. This is how we help you. Which I'll get into. Um, so it just, over the years, this takes a little by little by little out of your body uh, and takes a little away from you each year. What do you mean by that? Let's say it took basketball away from me. Then let's say you want you like to go hiking. I couldn't I couldn't walk for more than a few. It would, let's say you want to go on a four or five mile hike. I could only, it would take, as the years went on, it, those only became three miles, two Was it miles. affecting your legs, too? Yes. It would, oh, pain would go down my leg. It, yes. It would, pain would go down my legs. Oh. Um, sleeping became an issue. Uh, like a cortisone shot couldn't help or anything? I, I have had a number of cortisone shots. Um, now, what happened eventually is I was 40 years old. And I had been, I'd been, I'd worked for in financial services for 25 years. Mm-hmm. And I was exercising. And when I was done exercising, I, I couldn't use my hands. They went numb? They, they were completely oh numb. So I went, to, you know, I went to open the gym locker yeah. and, to get my keys. Uh, and I couldn't even grab the key to get in my locker. For about 20 to 30 minutes, I had to sit there and get the feeling back in my hands. <gasps> And I that thought, was scary. It was really scary because I thought, yeah, I had some shoulder surgeries. I figured maybe it was that. Jeez, how many surgeries have you had? Oh, I've had one knee, three shoulder, and eight spine. Oh, my gosh. You had eight spinal surgeries. Yes. And that's the, one of the problems you have with Sherman's disease, as that's what, that's what happened to me. When, as time goes on with this disease, I was in, always in, in good shape. The problem that happened is all of my discs in my cervical spine, except one, C1, C2, eroded completely. I I had spinal cord compression. I had compression fractures. I had stenosis. I had, um, there are uh, facets that connect the vertebrae in the back of your spine. Those were degenerated. I had uh, severe arthritis, and I was 40 years old. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, Were you giving up on, like, you're never going to get... No, well, I never thought, I, I always thought I was going to get better, so they had to do a... Oh, that's I, good. You had a good attitude. I, I had to. Yeah. I, had, I had five fusion surgeries in a matter of three years, but I had to uh, had to retire from my job. Yeah. So I went into retirement, um, and I was in Austin, Texas at that time. 
and I moved close to Pittsburgh because my health was getting worse. This impacts, you needed your family around you. Well, this impacts your lungs and your your heart. Jesus. This impacts. What it does is when you throw your your spine forward, it starts to impact and your chest cavity. So it elongates your lungs, and it'll, it'll impact your breathing. It impacts your organs. Oh it impacts gosh. everything. So and if you think about it, as you... But this is a dangerous disease. It's a very dangerous disease. And the key to this is early diagnosis, and yeah. it's through x-ray. Uh, so that's one of the things that we fight for, and that's is early detection. But also is to get the public's recognition of this disease. Right. Now, for me, it was it's too late. So... Oh, I don't I, say that. It is because I've already had my spot. I've already had the work done. The, the key to this. How is, do you feel though? Are you still I'm in pain? Horrible pain. I am. Uh, I have a spot. I have a. a oh my God! I made you walk up those steps. <laughs> you know, it's okay. I have uh, pain. I have a. Uh, it's called an intrathecal pain pump. The pain. There's a catheter. That I have to get this filled once a month, and there's a catheter that goes directly into my spine. <sighs> and it, it injects uh, uh, painkiller directly into my spine, but. Uh, my, legs, doing it. my legs, my uh, legs. Today we have. It's mostly weather. Uh, it's yeah. cold. Uh, changes in weather. Yeah. Barometer changes hurt. I have to be careful and uh, and you know the number of times I go up and down steps. Yeah, so I'm so but, sorry. There has to be an elevator here. That's okay. <laughs> it's the, 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 and I knew I, I knew I had to do something. Uh, like I mentioned before, that the two best days in your life are the day you're born and the day you figure out why you're born. Right. And this is why I'm here, is to get make people understand that this disease is out there and it's so important to identify this disease right. and the only way to identify it is through the x-rays you gotta talk about it i you mean have people to. i mean here's me i didn't know anything about this and then you know talking to you how did we meet uh, through the chamber yes that's right through the chamber brian shoe i think right. that does yeah yes. amy. Oh, oh amy okay petra so we were you know off air we were talking about doug and i about how in schools when we were younger, back in our day, I hate <laughs> yeah. when people say that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the school uphill both ways. <laughs> yeah, 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 I used to say that too. But um, we had we had a nurse, the school nurse, and we would go there get our I think our eye test, hearing test. And did they check spines back then? They did for, for at least for me. They. Uh, I can't remember. Like they just had you bend over to see if it was curved. Yes, and they would check to see, stand behind to see if they would check for scoliosis. They would check at the time to see if there was an S curve in your spine. Okay. Now, unfortunately, back in 2015, as we were talking about, there is an organization called the USPSTF, okay. United Services Preventative Service, United States Preventative Services Task Force. US PSTF. TF. Okay. They, what do they do? They get, for, for school nurses, they're the organization that oversees school nurses and give them their their um, goals and what they have to do in school and what they're required to do. Okay. It used to be their major focus was spinal screenings. In 2015, they changed it from spinal screenings to focusing on uh, childhood obesity. Now, th- there's a this Scoliosis Research Society, just about every spinal 
organization sent letters asking yeah. them to change this. Right. So you can do both. Why can't you do both? Exactly. It's not that big of a deal. Right. Was it? It, a, it doesn't take much time to do spinal screenings. And was it about the money? No, they said it was a waste of time, which we proved to them. There was a, We even did a study, the Scoliosis Research Society did a study that, that proved that it was not a waste of right. time. But they didn't change. Uh, so they still... So this happened 2015. Yeah. So before yes. that, they were doing those. Yes. It was a national it was a national requirement to be done in schools. Oh, my gosh. So your school nurse, let's think about this, though, Doug. Your school nurse didn't notice it. Your track coach did. The reason why is this. This is not scoliosis. Oh. They only tested for the S-curve. No, they, they didn't test for the C-curve because you have to go to the side of the patient. The only thing, the way the nurses would look is they'd look behind the, the, the child and look forward, and they could see if there was a, an S-curve. You can't see a C-curve. You have to go to the side of the patient. It's called an Adams... Um, I see what you mean, yes. There, there's an Adams test. It's called an Adams test that you, you do. Okay. Wow. Uh, I'm so, learning so much. And you go to the side, and that's how you determine if a child has kyphosis. Now, there's 2 to 8% of the population has this disease. Has Sherman's has Sherman's okay. kyphosis. That's it. There's two, two between two and eight percent. It depends on the study that you find. And are we finding this out in young adult or young children now, or was it back then? Like, how are they doing all the research now? Uh, there is some research that's being done on identify identification. They're doing genetic markers. They're trying to identify how this can be. Um, seen through um, DNA sequencing. But the other thing that, that the one thing that, the, that we have a problem with, there aren't any long-term, there is not one comprehensive long-term study done on this disease, which means most doctors that say, most orthopedic spine surgeons and uh, neurosurgeons who are spine surgeons think this is an adolescent disease, which means all the problems from this disease end at adolescence which couldn't be further from the truth. Oh, my gosh. So they're like, okay, we're done. Sorry, you're you're at that age. We can't help you. Yes. Ah. So we have, and, uh, there are four support groups for this, for Sherman's, Kyphos, Sherman's disease. And there are people in these groups, and we have over 10,000 people internationally in these groups, and I'm administrator on a number of them. Um, there are people that go to 10 different doctors before they get the right one who understands this disease for an adult. Mm. Uh, there are people... What about just, chiropractors? Chiropractors cannot. They may be able to help with some of the pain, but they can't reverse any of the physiological changes that happen to the after the bones stop forming. So, like, for this, surgery is the only option. Oh, my God. So you have to, it has to be done correct. And for me, they had I had so many secondary problems as an adult, they had to change, fix those. And they couldn't change, fix my curvature. I would have my whole spine fused. Oh my gosh! I you went able through to, a lot. I wouldn't have been able to drive. I wouldn't have been able to. Um, there's a there's there a lot of sec- additional issues having your spine fully fused. Uh. But um, and that's the goal of this charity is to make sure that everybody is aware that there are options out there. Yeah. Um, so the doctors and we are right now we are doing research. Uh, through our website and through our what Facebook What is your page. website, honey? Um, SD Fund, Sam David Frank, um, SDFund.org. Oh, Sam David, okay. Yeah. .org. 
And we are doing... Uh, now, why is it called Sam David? Sherman's disease. No, it's just... It's just uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. It's sdfund.org. Okay. So, uh, and we're the only charity in the world for this disease. Wow. We're the only one uh, that solely... Did you... Dev- you founded this? And I did. developed it and everything. Wow. I started with the Pittsburgh Foundation as a, as a charitable fund. Then we grew so fast that we became, in two years, we were able to, to start our own charity. Did you, can you believe how many people... Like, you probably ran into so many people. So many. It's unbelievable. Did you run into... What age group would you say? Mostly younger? Uh, there, there are some idiopathic cases, very rare, where children are born with this. Uh, but it runs the gamut from uh, 8 to 12, up, all the way up into the uh, people in their 80s. Oh, my All gosh. throughout life. So that's one of the reasons we are doing... Everybody thought they were alone, you know? Absolutely. Everybody's talking about it. The, the most... Pop, the most common comment is, thank God you're here because I thought I was alone in this. Yeah, oh my God. So we have our, our, we have a very comprehensive, inclusive website. Yes. And we have research, we have articles. We also have an international doctor database. And the doctor database is comprised of doctors who've all been referred from people who've had the surgery, corrective surgery, and right. it's been really successful. And these doctors understand this disease. I was going to say, that's the thing. Maybe they would never... Uh educated or they never knew about what to do for this disease. They kind of just gave it like, well, I can't do anything for you. Because the doctors think about this. It's, that's why it's support, so important to have a, a support group that, that yes. understands. Think about it this way. Let's say you go to 10 doctors. You're having such pain and so many problems. This gives you radiating problems down your arms, your legs. Uh, it, it can, can oh. cause lung and heart issues. Uh, but let's say you go to 10 doctors and the doctors say, there's nothing wrong with you. It's not because of your of your Sherman's cathosis, your Sherman's disease. Oh, because they know. Yeah, because exactly. <laughs> well, I've got, you know, now your husband's wife, wife, spouse, son's daughter, they're starting to look at you. It's all in your head. It's, you, know, you know, it's all, it's not you. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. That's terrible. So. Because you know you're in pain. You're in pain. And there's, people there's, don't understand what it's people, about. People aren't believing you. Yeah. Now, there's a charity here. Now, what we do not only do we help people uh, try to identify this early in life, but we also support those who are affected by this, and we help them to teach their support group that this is a true problem in adulthood. Because and that's yeah. why they can use this doctor database to find doctors who truly understand how to treat this in adulthood. We also have two pamphlets. One that explains the disease. Yes. And one that does. Okay, so the one says, "Do you often tell your child to stop slouching?" <laughs> I feel like I'm slouching right now. <laughs> <laughs> every time I read, every time somebody reads it, I put my I shoulders like, back. I know. I'm like, whoa, geez, that, does that hurt when you do that? It's well. The, the, the issue is. It, it, Many times, our children are told, you know, put your shoulders back. And if the child says, I am, or I can't do it, it hurts, that is a symptom. That's a, that's, that's a signal. Are there people out there that might, might not even know they have this? Disease? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It, that, 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 oh, yeah. That's scary. That is, there are so many times people go in for an, a lung x-ray, and it's put on there as a side note, Sherman's, uh, Sherman's kyphosis or Sherman's disease. I'm actually going for a lung 
x-ray. So if you, this is many times caught secondarily, but this is a cause of a lot of problems, radiating leg problems, uh, pain. You have uh, symptoms with um, sciatica. You have stenosis. You have compression fractures. You have um, migraines. You have all of these things are oh second associated secondary problems with this this disease. Now, back to having a, a support group is extremely important. If you go to these doctors and all of a sudden you, they don't know the answer, that's right. why the, the charity is here. And we send out care packages to people throughout the world. We've sent them to, we have helped people in 48 different countries. And we have sent these care packages that include the pamphlet on the disease, pamphlet on about the charity. We send a T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Let me see the yeah. T-shirt. We send a T-shirt. Thank you for bringing that for sure. me. So you purple. I see that you have a purple um, wrist. Purple is our color. Purple and white. Because okay. of Baldwin. Yeah, right. That's right. The Biting Highlanders. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yes. Thank you. Raising global awareness of this spinal deformity. Uh, so yeah. we send wristbands, oh, wow. and we send, wow. these all, we, send, we send these all free throughout the world uh, so that people can help educate Where the support group. And tell ta- people about it, yeah. People take these to their doctors, and their doctors put these pamphlets in their, in their like uh, waiting room. I've seen this, yeah. So what we'll do is we'll send these out. We've sent out over 850 wow. all over the world. Yeah. Uh, and some, for some people, this is the only access to information that they have. Yeah. So this is a, a great way, one on a person-by-person basis that we found that we can help. I just sent one out yesterday, and I've sent out probably 30 in the last month. Wow. And, it, you know, it Look can, at you. You know, you are, you're battling this disease, and you are there to help other people that are alone or may not have the answers they're looking for, and, you know, the pain is just still there. But here you are try, fighting for this cause. And fighting for, come on, like, let's help. Let's, you know, do some fundraising and do some things for you. Because I, I really believe that there are people out there that have this. Absolutely, there are. I can guarantee you. People are listening to this and <clears throat> have this disease don't know where to go. All right. And they think there's not that many people out there. And that having that support group is so wonderful. Oh, it's, it's it, for many people, it's the only, it's, that's their saving grace. What did you find in it? In... And being in, have you been in the support groups? Oh yes, yeah. I, and there are four groups on on, on Facebook. One is for the UK, oh, and wow. then we have uh, a public group where you don't need every anybody can get in, and then two for there are two that are, are older groups that where you have to be you can be um, you can get in as well. Anyway, there are, there are four groups. One for just the UK. Are they all private, hun? Uh, no, one is public and two the other are private. But you 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 can get put in. You can be you're allowed to get in. I'm one of the administrators. We just allow anybody to get in. Okay, so if you know you're listening and you would like some support groups, you know, just contact us. I will you know contact Doug. Links are, on, links are on our homepage. Okay, but it's your oh on your okay. Yes. So the best way to get a hold of you is www.sdfund. 
www.ghostbusters.org. Yes. Okay. They could message you, say, hey. I am, I, I am always available. Nice. I, I talk to people uh, any hour of the day or night. They'll, they'll message me, and I'm always, I'm always here. You're doing great things. Thank you. You really are. I mean, I can see it in your eyes. You're very passionate about this. You had to go through this. And when somebody has a foundation on profit and they're trying to get the word out about the certain disease, when you've gone through it, you can actually talk to people that are just got diagnosed. It's not like this is going away, right? No. You said it's genetic? It is. You can pass it down if one parent has it. Now, Did it's your also, parents have it? No. I can't find anybody in my family. I can't find any of my... There are a couple things that to identify, too. Yeah. We're, we're, we're finding that there may be a geographical component for uh, Scandinavian countries. We're finding it much more prevalent in those countries. But they're also, they also seem to be able to weather the, 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 the problems associated with it. We're not sure how. The second thing is doctors don't prepare you for what comes in, adult, in adulthood with this. Mm-hmm. So... I tell everybody be prepared. There may be problems if you have pain, as let's say in your teens, early twenties. Yeah, there is a good chance that you're going to have a lot more problems down the down the road. Right. So you have to prepare for that. Um, these are things that happened to me. So it's not something that I'm saying that that hasn't happened. I'm just saying you have to prepare financially. You're going to have to prepare mentally, physically. To, you know, um, keep keep strong. Right. Uh, keep healthy. Um, one thing my did doc my doctor did say at the age of 17. He said you can't put weight on your stomach. He says it's going to throw out your, your lower back. It's going to put too much pressure on your lower back. When you say don't put weight, like I can't don't, put, don't sleep on your no, stomach. No, don't. I can't. I, uh, I have to sleep sitting up. I've slept, slept, sit, oh I've slept sitting up for about 10 years. Are you sleeping, though? I'd sometimes. I have. This also can cause uh, structural sleep apnea, which I have as well. So I, I sleep some. I don't sleep well. But there are a lot of people that don't, that, that don't sleep well. It's when do you think this came about? Like, <clears throat> you're the one that came up with this foundation. and when when, did, Yeah, when do you think that like people started saying, hey, by the way, did you ever hear of Sherman's disease? This was identified in the 20s by uh, a, a radiologist, Sherman, okay. uh, and that's why it's called Sherman's. 1920s, okay. And he identified this, uh, the, these physiological changes, he identified the, the wedging. He identified the porous vertebral plates. They're also, and what happens, what you find is when you have those vertebral plates in those x-rays, you may see something on your x-rays called Schmorl's nodes. And what that is, it looks like a teardrop in your vertebrae. And what that is, is the actual disc material from the upper, upper disc, it gets drawn into the, to the vertebrae, okay. and it looks like a tear. And it's called a Schmoll's node. And that, and if you see that on your x-ray, that's where it's coming from. Yeah. So that's another thing that the, the Danish radiologist saw as one of the identifying factors for the That's amazing. Disease. And, you know, it's, it's sad because, you know, we get the doctors and we don't really get those x-rays. And, you know, you have to pay out of pocket or your insurance doesn't cover it. So you're like, oh, forget it. I don't need it. But if you have that early detection as a young adolescent... You know, maybe getting a couple of X-rays here and there, that would be so wonderful. Absolutely. Detected or early detection. Uh, if you keep telling your child to sit up straight, that's one of the first things. Put your shoulders back, um, and there are mechanical components, which means um, you have 
if you are in sports, we're finding that it, studies have found that typically people are athletic, that they've had Shermans for some reason. They are uh, boys and girls. I was going to say, is it more men than 50/50. women? Or, oh, it's 50 50. 50 50. Okay. Uh, and. You're going to find if the child has pain in their back while they're exercising. And one of the, the, the things about this is if the child needs corrective surgery, we're, we find that children, I don't want to say children, teens, when they have this corrective surgery, they go back to doing and more than they used to do before they had it. Because they, oh, I'm good now. I can do all. They play basketball. They can play. They go and play everything they did before. Does it come back? No. Okay. Not usually. Now, okay. sometimes what will happen is you may get, depending on how far the fusion is, sometimes maybe the doctor didn't fuse far enough, you may have an extension of one or two. But if you keep active, usually that doesn't happen. But most of the times, we have so many teens, have pictures of them before and after, yeah. that they go um, mountain climbing, they go skiing, wow. playing basketball, and there's no pain. Oh, that's so, so wonderful. That's so awesome. Oh, I'm so sorry, Doug, that you got to go through this and find out at a later age. Um, one of the, our board uh, board member, Chrissy uh, Simcoe Jacobs, she's our, uh, she was one of the people, she's the person who sat down with me and said, let's, let's identify what, we're, what we want this charity to do. Right. You sat at Bertram's. And the first thing I said, I know I am not going to benefit from this charity in any way. So that's going to be the first thing. All of this is for people coming after me because I've already had my surgeries. There's nothing that can be done for me. So this is all going to help those people who hear you. You know, this is and here. What I'm saying is, this can be if you find this early enough. If you have to have the surgery in your teens, you're gonna. It's gonna be a heck of a lot easier than in your forties. Trust me. You're educating them. Yes. You know, and you're putting your story out there. I mean, that's amazing. I. You know, that's the way world the world should work. Like, if we have something, you know, or if somebody out there has the Sherman's disease, don't try to hide it. Just talk about it, because there's other people you can talk to. I love that you have support groups. That really makes me feel like, you know what, we're helping each other. It, it's it's fantastic. It uh, yeah, and you're not alone. Yeah, you're not alone. And, you know, I'm just so thankful that you shared this story with us. And if somebody would like to help, uh, again, go on the website. We have a great video that um, that Beth, Beth Bailey, uh, she had done for us as a videographer. Uh, we have people throughout the world that and it's only a two-song video that shows you the people, young kids to oh, adults. Yeah, I did see it, yes. It's pretty, it's pretty yes, cool video. Yes, it really is. It's it? been shared throughout the world. Oh. Uh, and it shows what this disease is done and people who have had the surgeries right. and what it looks like. So, it'll, again, it's pretty educational. Oh, yes. Thank, thank you for educating me as well. You know, I didn't even know. You know, I, now I feel so bad, you know, people out there suffering and there's nothing they can do. And uh, there's, a, there's, you know, we're all in this world together. Right. And when we have something or someone has something that we know, like, just be there for each other. Yes. You know, Very to important. support each other. Absolutely. I so appreciate you being on Thank the show so with me. Thank you so much. This is fun. <laughs> Jenny D, you're a natural. You, I can tell that you've been talking to people because you are a natural. This is really enjoyable. Thank you, Doug. Thank you so much. It's and, wonderful. Yeah, so make sure you guys get on his website and just learn about the Sherman's disease because you just don't know who you know. Or if you have young kids and you're thinking, oh, get them checked. Yes. Doesn't hurt to at least get them checked. Yes, x-rays. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Take care.
Thank you so much for joining me with Spill With Me, Jenny D. You can be anonymous, planning on having guest speakers, or anyone who wants to share their life experiences on the topic we covered that week. I'm going to post all that on my Facebook and website, so you will see what I'll be talking about that week. So give me a call. I can pre-record and put you on my, my episode that day. I stress this. I personally feel to heal yourself is to talk about it. And if we can help each other instead of keeping it bottled up and just release it, I think that it's going to help all of us. And let's have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. This is still with me, Jenny D.